0: This episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Go check them out at lawncarebusinesssuccess.com slash jobber to receive 20% off your first six months.
1: Listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now, here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei, and this is episode number 247 entitled Interview with Nick Carlson from Dawson Manufacturing. Hello, everybody, and thanks again for joining me this week on another episode of the podcast. I appreciate you guys uh, tuning in each and every week, and of course, for the questions, the comments, and uh, the feedback that you guys have been sending through, and those all important iTunes reviews. Uh, this week, we have another uh, fantastic interview uh, lined up for you guys with uh, Nick Carlson from Dawson Manufacturing. So I'd like to welcome Nick to the show. Hey, Nick, how's it going?
2: Great, sir. How are you doing? Thank you for uh, having us on the show. It's fantastic.
1: And that's awesome. Thank you very much. I met you uh, there at GIE uh, in uh, the fall of 2019 and was checking out uh, your uh, launch of your uh, new products. And uh, it was very cool to see uh, the crowd uh, gathering around and anticipating uh, your new products uh, in light of the what they had ex- uh, come to expect uh, from you guys with the mulchmate the previous year. Uh, so very, very cool uh, to have you on. So um, I'd like to start first by, I love a good uh, entrepreneurial story. Anybody who listens to this podcast knows that's what I thrive on. Um, so maybe tell us a, a bit about yourself and uh, your business.
2: Okay. So um, again, Nick, my name's Nick Carlson. Um, we're from Maryland, uh, Annapolis, Maryland, right by the Naval Academy. And my background um, in the landscape industry was simply really simple. Like most of us, I was a 15 year old kid. Uh, father said, Hey man, you know, you want to cut some grass? And I said, sure. Because at the time I was literally scooping ice cream at an ice cream shop and just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And so we grabbed the, the, you know, the family lawnmower that we cut along with. And I literally would just drive it up down the, down the road. And we don't live in like a community. It's more of a um, farmy type area. And so I would literally have plots of land that were two, three acres that I would push mow. Oh, it would take me days to, yeah. to complete this. <laughs> it was, it was ridiculous. And I'd be done. And, and actually one time I cut myself because I was restoring an old Mustang at the same time, uh, after push mowing this one guy's lawn. And when I cut myself, I actually passed out. Oh, wow. Um, it was the first time I'd ever passed out. So kind of fast forward through, through my career, um, In 2000 and uh, I want to say it was 2009. I read a book called The E Myth, and it like completely revolutionized how I looked at things and learned how to systematize and actually do it—not just say it, but actually do it—and ended up growing my company from literally seven dollars of fuel to a multi-million dollar company back in 2017 when I sold it. And we did anything from lawn mowing, grounds maintenance, uh, facility services to. Irrigation, uh, low voltage lighting, uh, everything from gutter cleaning, you know, the, the whole thing. Uh-huh. We, were, we were nothing special. We just had this, this huge market here in Maryland, and I was just trying to provide services that seemed to be all uh, wanted services around here that no one else was providing.
1: Oh, that's very, very cool. That's the one thing that kind of uh, uh, struck me, um, and we'll get into the the products in a bit, uh, but at GIE, looking at um, the Cartmate, for example, and some of the things that uh, it did, um, right away, I could see, and I think I said to you, like, wow, like the devil's in the details. Like, you can tell that you come from a landscaping background uh, in the design of this, where most products, you, you always hear the jokes of people, you know, whether it's a brand new car or something like that and they you'll open the hood and go well i guess the engineers never really thought about you know how you're going to repair this thing or something like that later on uh, but with uh with your products it was very clear that this is coming from somebody who has been in the industry in the field actually doing the the work uh first um so yeah that was uh, uh, very cool to see so with your products, um, how did uh, that evolution come uh, from going from landscaping to, like, what made you decide to get into making or manufacturing
2: products? Well, well it, it's a it's a funny story. So, most, you know, crazy off-the-wall stories kind of start off with necessity, right? Yeah. So, I had, in 2015, I mean, I'm charging hard at getting huge commercial contracts and big maintenance contracts because, you know, the snow work comes from it, the uh, landscape improvements come from it. It's, it opens a lot of doors. And so I had gone out and had been hammering, you know, property management companies and all to get these big, huge contracts. And fortunately for myself, we had a good reputation and we landed. It was, I can't remember off the top of my head how many contracts it was. I think it was like eight or nine contracts, but it, it equaled like seven extra thousand yards of mulch that I had to put down oh, wow. in, in that coming season. And I was already putting down, you know, six or 7,000, Yards previous to that, and it was already killing my guys. My guys were just flat worn out. They dreaded the spring season. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was just really, really hard on everybody. And so, I'm at a dinner one night. um My father, my uncle, my <laughs> seven months pregnant wife, and I'm going, "Man, guys, I don't know how much all this mulching." And at the same time, this is it's, it's January 2016. At the same time, I'm also got snow brain, right? So. Yeah. I'm thinking, how can I get all the snow handled? How am I going to get the mulching? Because it's coming in the next, you know, 45 to 60 days. And so I thought, well, why don't we take a salt hopper that you dump salt into and just take the spinner off and, and replace the salt with mulch? Okay. And that was my, my first initial kind of aha moment. And I went home and I tried it because I had a bunch of them and it didn't work at all. It jams like instantly because mulch doesn't flow, it, it nests and it comes out in this huge cube, you know, you're, you're put mulch into the truck and open the doors and it's like that flat wall.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's because it nests really tight. And so I went home, did all the testing, didn't work. And so I was like, all right, well, how am I going to move this mulch? And so we came up with a cross commanding system. And initially the original idea with mulch made was going to be lift the bed up, dump it into the box, have the conveyor spit it out. Well, what no one knew, including myself for six good months was the pivot point on these dump trucks yep. is two feet typically from the back towards the front. And so when you lift the bed up, the entire machine ends up on the ground. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and so that defeats all purpose.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: mm-hmm. if you ever drink like a soda with ice and you get towards the, you know, end of the mulch or into your ice and you're trying to get the ice out of the cup or the last little bit of the soda or whatever you're drinking, it comes like avalanches in your face, right? Yeah. <laughs> the mulch does the same exact thing and it's, it, it, it's terrible because you can't regulate it. I had already been working on the tarping system for our mulch mate because I wanted to be able to have this, this, this machine to be built and be attached to a dump truck, a flatbed truck, you know, any kind of truck, it, it shouldn't have mattered. Uh, and th- we wanted to remove all the excuses. And so we just said, okay, well, the tarping system is going to have to be in every mulch mate and that's just the way it's going to have to be. Mm-hmm. And so we went to work and within from January, uh, to July, I had my first prototype built and it failed miserably, but it was really just more or less, it it just failed. I mean, a true entrepreneur knows how to fail fast. Yes. And so we, we, we say it all the time in our shop, fail faster, fail faster, fail faster. Let's Mm -hmm. get through this quicker so we can get to the success. And there's no way around the failures other than just, just eat them. Right. Just take it, take it on head first. And so by October of 16, I'd started on the second prototype, It was done in February of uh, 17, and then we had the final version, uh, the final working version, which is actually a steel version of Mulch Made, the exoskeleton cage. It's this crazy contraption that we have in our shop that actually works. And so from that model, we built what you see on our demo trucks and all our social media and everywhere. That machine that's on the truck is the original and final prototype that we've done very little updating, to because we want to show the longevity of the machine. Everybody asked us at GIE in 2019, they're like, well, why didn't you put a brand new machine on the truck? And we said, well, there's a brand new machine inside the building, you can go see, but we want to show you the longevity of our products mm-hmm. because when you bring a product to market, it, it needs to either so outperform everything else out there because it's in, a, in the same market. Like if a skid loader comes out, like ASV, ASV comes out with this beautiful you know, amazing skid loader and it's a skid loader. It's like any other skid loader, but it works better with us. There was no category. No one's Googling, you know, mulch dispensing machine. Like that's not even a category. And so our internally, our deal was we absolutely have to make every square inch of this machine as perfect as we possibly can to remove any excuses from anybody may saying it. Right. Yeah. And, and so we, we just, I buried myself in all my landscaping knowledge into all of our products. And my number one goal is give them, give the end user the absolute best product you possibly can give them and, and over deliver under promise and over deliver. And so when you see our products, you you mentioned it with Cartmate, it clearly was made by a landscaper. Well, that was, that's all design. That wasn't a mistake. I mean, I, I have been working on the Cartmate design for a good couple of years in my head but then once it finally got out of my head and into cad and computer and all that everybody's like oh my gosh you know this thing's actually pretty well thought out yeah, yeah and so that's how it all came to be that's that's the kind of process of you know how we get to where we are and what you actually see
3: okay very very cool
1: so uh, i'm just going to take a quick break uh, for this week's jobber minute Okay, so my question this week is, should you quote a job beforehand or is it okay to go ahead and do the job and just bill it after?
0: Um, so to answer your question today, it's best practice to always quote before doing the work. Think of it as a little bit of extra work up front that will save you a lot of problems down the line. And it also makes you look more professional than anyone who isn't quoting. The good news is you don't have to wait for the client to be around either. In Jobber, it lets you create quotes and invoices on site or in the office and send them right to your client portal. From there, clients can approve the document, make changes, or even pay. So in short, creating the quote ahead of time will save you a lot of headaches and using Jobber to organize quotes and accept payments makes payment easier than ever for your client, which means in the end, they're more likely to pay you in full and pay you faster, which everybody wants. So there
1: you have it, Lawn Care Nation. If you want to see what Jobber can do for you and your lawn care business, head on over to LawnCareBusinessSuccess.com forward slash Jobber. You can start a free trial and even get 20% off your first six months. Okay, so uh, before that uh, whole um, mulch make came to uh, be, did you have any previous uh, manufacturing um, experience?
2: None, none whatsoever. So um my father was a copier salesman. Okay. And I was simply just, I was just simply a landscaper. Yeah, yeah. And so it wasn't it wasn't in our family, it wasn't in our blood. The um the only thing that was close to uh manufacturing was I've raced in NASCAR Weekly Racing Series my entire license. I was 7 years old. Oh, I've been nice. racing al- alcohol-fueled racing go-karts or stock cars or sprint cars or uh, dirt super late models or something along those lines. And so a lot of people ask me like, how in the world did you have a clue how to get here? To be honest with you, I had no clue when we started the mulch mate, the metals that we use, I I had no clue what to even call them. I knew it was aluminum, but what type, what, you know, what thickness I had no clue. So it was, I didn't even know where to buy the metal. And so (laughs) I literally, literally I would, Search the internet trying to find. It took me months to find a metal supplier. Mm-hmm. Like that's how little I knew. And so, you take the racing knowledge that I have in fabricating race cars and fixing them, and then the 16 years of landscaping that that I did. You know, going from the guy actually doing the cutting to the guy actually running the multi-million dollar company. I've 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 worn pretty much every hat and everything in between. And you marry all those together. And honestly, you bleed a little bit of that e-myth book into this and learning how to systematize and automate your business, that's how these products came to be. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, very, very cool. So in, in saying that, what were maybe some of uh, the unique challenges that you came across uh, with that first uh, concept of uh, the mulch mate?
2: But first, I mean, literally right out of the gate, how in the world do you take a napkin drawing when you don't know how to cut metal with a laser and actually put it into a computer, have that computer send the correct file to the computer, have it cut out and then sent to a vendor and then sent through powder coating, like that process mm-hmm. of understanding how to find a vendor and how to properly get quotes and how to properly get like what we call it. It's called a DXF file. And what that is, it's your panel, whatever panel that is, your part without any bends, Okay. So think of it like origami. Yeah. You have a flat piece of paper and you put a draw, like a drawing on it with a pencil and then you start folding it, folding it, folding it. And when you're done, you, you have this beautiful swan or, you know, this strong structure of a box or what have you. And so that's all we're doing. The mulch mate is just a unibody construction. There's no metal frame. There's no, um, anything welded together. It's all bolted together like a big Lego or Rector set. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the hardest, most unique, most challenging thing was simply going from, I have this idea to simply just making the big white box that everyone sees. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It shows, you know, people walk by and I'm an aggressive guy. I, I like to talk to people and have fun with them. And I'll, I'll literally yell out to them. and go, Hey, you want to see my big white box? <laughs> <laughs> and they, and they chuckle and, and, and they drop their guard and they, they realize I'm not a sales guy. I'm just messing with them. Mm-hmm. I'm real. I'm not going to sit there and, and try to sell you on something you don't need. We just joke around. Yeah. But the the unique thing was definitely getting, just simply getting the box put together. Once, once we had that process of come up with an idea, design it in CAD, figure out just that alone, saying that was hard enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, finding a, finding a vendor that would be willing to make a prototype because no one wants to make one part. They want to make a million parts. um, and then getting the part back in, and then figuring out does it fit, does it not fit? Because I guarantee you, the first time you do anything, it never fits. Mm-hmm. And so there's always this back and forth of trying to figure that out. So that process was absolutely brutal.
1: Okay, I can uh, yeah. just imagine just thinking about it, how much uh, wasted metal you went through the first, you know, times and huh. and the investment that that just took, like to see, uh, you know, this just these pieces that are getting messed up and until, uh, you know, kind of getting it r- uh, right. Uh, is that sort of realistic uh, to think about that? Or is like through the CAD sort of oh, thing, is it, is it very like sort of self-explanatory? Like once you see it on the computer, it kind of will turn out perfectly? Or is there just like those challenges of, of wasted metal and you're seeing that investment kind of going, okay, there's another one gone, there's another one gone.
2: Yeah, you're 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 exactly right when you say you come up with something and it's gone. We I remember one of our first very large uh, POs, a or purchase order that we placed with a vendor, and I thought, man, I got this. We're good. I'm gonna use these parts. I'm gonna build machines. This is gonna be amazing. And literally, I put it in. It was seventy five thousand um, dollars. The PO that we put in for all these machine parts and all these different things, oh, nice. and we got the parts in. And I think we used one of the ten different parts. Oh, one. We wasted. I guarantee you we wasted $70,000 wow. just on that first PO. Yeah, yeah. And and that's a huge number. And mm-hmm. being that this entire project is self-funded. My father and I teamed up. We had never worked together. And I basically came up with the idea. I went to him. I said, dude, I think this is going to be big. You know, let's, let's team up and let's do this together. And he's like, all right. And so we both took every time we ever saved mm-hmm. and we sold our businesses. We both had small, separate businesses that we didn't have anything to do with. Like I had nothing to do with his, he had nothing to do with mine. Yeah. And we put all the money together, our brains and time together. And we've been you know, full bore at this for since 2016.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's just <laughs> I yeah. can I can just imagine the sleepless nights of uh, of that and 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 probably you know being a, an entrepreneur uh, thinking about uh, you know I can just imagine you lying in bed thinking you know what have I gotten myself into what have I gotten my dad into uh, with you know because <laughs> uh, you know if you're uh, uh, you know a, an entrepreneur you'll know that self doubt is always gonna uh, try to creep into your thoughts try to uh, dissuade you from. Uh, uh, your uh, vision, and uh, you know, it's 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 tough at times to uh, get past uh, those moments. Where did you have uh, challenges like that as well? Just the the, the self doubt and the the stress of that entire investment, like every penny you've ever saved, uh, going into something like that.
2: Every moment of every day, yeah, <laughs> literally. For anybody that's listening to this, I I promise you, every day I sit on cloud nine. And two hours later i 'm in the deepest, nastiest pit of of a dumpster that you could ever imagine mm. every day to this day yeah, yeah. there's there 's like okay, for instance right now i 'll give you a live story right now. So when we manufacture cartmate there are there are three vendors involved, and one of my vendors has lost half of my order
3: Aww.
2: right out of the gate they they they, they didn 't not do it they made it, they did all the parts i 'm literally sitting up shipment this morning. To get the parts in, and they're missing four skids of parts.
3: Oh, well.
2: and I, I, what, do, what do I do? Yeah. You know, there's nothing, I, and all it does is it, it, I don't have to pay for it. Thank God, but you know, all of my all of my pre-orders, all of these people that are waiting for their cart mates are going to suffer from it, and it's it's uncontrollable things that you just they're out of your hands. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's today. You know, years ago. I remember, so GIE 2018, that's, you know, that's typically in October, right? Yeah. So in June of 2018, we weren't going. We had no, no phone calls in. We had no idea that we were going to go. And one night, I, I woke up in the middle of the night and I said to myself, if we don't go to GIE, no one's going to take us serious. Mm-hmm. Nobody. And I'm going to regret not being there. And I, I, that was a Sunday, Monday, I got to the office. I met up with my father, brought him in the conference room. And I said, pop, listen, if we don't go, we're, I think we're doing ourselves a major injustice mm-hmm. and we need to be there. And we ultimately decided to go and it went very well. And I'm very blessed and thankful for it. But the point is, is that you talk about entrepreneurs and the ups and the downs, and it, it's just this crazy roller coaster. Uh, You know, almost hourly, minutely, you know, (laughs) I, I, I literally every day when I come to the office, I know that because I'm still a small business, I'm not, I'm not Toro. Um, I, I know if I make a bad decision, it could really hurt the company in the future of the company and the people that have already purchased my equipment that, that are relying on me to get them parts in two or three or four or five years. Right. This is not just me making a machine. It goes out the door and I forget about it. You know, I'm thinking about, you know, the guy that just spent $1,800 on his cart mate last week that absolutely loves it. That may need a tire five years from now. Mm -hmm. I need to be there for him. Yeah. Period. Like there isn't, there isn't any other way to think. And so I make, these humongous decisions that keep me up at night, honestly, because I really care. And I really want to see not only my company succeed, but I want to see the people using my equipment. I want to see them. I, I want to hear from them. And I want to hear them say, cause I live for this. I want, I want them to say, you know, you've changed my life. You have saved my back. You have saved me time. You have you know, made me X amount of dollars more. You know, that's what I live for. Honestly, yeah, that, yeah. that's, that's, yeah, you know when you when you when you win a bid and you're like, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I won that that grounds contract and you feel really good about yourself. Well, I I lost that right. I lost that that win when I moved over into manufacturing and when I make parts, they just they, we make a part, we make a machine, it goes out the door and I, I never see it again.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I lost that that win feeling, right? I'm a winner. I, I race stock cars. I'm my whole being is winning. Yeah, yeah. and my win is like um, I don't know. If you know, nailer. Yeah. Um, yeah. from, uh, so he's down in, uh, Virginia, Midlothian, Virginia. And he came to my shop weeks ago thinking he was going to buy a truck mate, or at oh, least okay. that's the vibe okay. I got. And when he left, we left on good terms. We did a video. I don't think he's edited yet. I think I owe him some videos anyway. Um, when he left, he was like, cool, this, that was a great deal. he was a really good guy. Well, I get a, a message like, uh, two or three weeks later, he's like, Hey, I'm going to order a cart mate. I'm like, Really? It was never even on the radar. Okay. Yeah. And so we got the cartmate done. We shipped it out to him. And he's um, he's using it currently and put up all kinds of videos on his Instagram. Yeah, I saw some stories. Yeah. And he's just loving it. And he's, mm-hmm. he's he's hitting me up going, dude, this thing is way better than I even thought. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's, that's my win. That's yeah, what yeah, I live yeah. for.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, because he's got kids. Yeah, he needs yeah. to go home and play with them. And that's directly helping his children.
1: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. And I, I totally, uh, you know, as an entrepreneur myself, I totally relate to you um, on that uh, and those challenges. And and uh, like I said, the self-doubt and stuff that uh, ultimately creeps in. I remember uh, Paul Jamison, uh, when he started his uh, Green Industry podcast, uh, was asking me for uh, some advice. And he says, do you ever think about quitting like the podcast? And I looked at him and I said, every week, <laughs> every time I put out an episode, that self-doubt creeps in. And you're like, what's the point? Like, you know, uh, you just go through these motions, but then ultimately you push through it and you put out another episode or you go do another uh, job or you bid, you know, another quote, even though, you know, maybe you're getting turned down or or whatever the case may be. Um, and, uh, you know, with uh, what you were saying there, uh, what a blessing that uh, decision to go to uh, that first GIE was because uh, that mulch mate took Instagram by storm uh, that first year. It was like on everybody's radar right from the get-go, like the showstopper of uh, that GIE. And I hadn't even gone to GIE uh, that year, but it was like that was all everybody was talking about and showing uh, that uh, mulch mate. Uh, So uh, I'm going to just take uh, another quick break here to hear from our sponsors, and then we're going to get into uh, some of uh, your uh, other products in uh, more detail.
2: At XMark, we've poured decades of leading-edge engineering and old-fashioned work ethic into our Laser Z, the pioneering commercial zero-turn rider More Landscape Pros Trust. So now you can experience cut quality, performance, comfort, durability, and reliability beyond your wildest dreams. Stop by your local dealer or visit xmark.com to experience an Exmark Laser Z and the attractive financing offers available now.
1: Okay, so I want to uh, dive a little bit deeper into uh, your actual products now. So uh, let's start with that uh, original one, uh, the Mulch Mate. Uh, So what uh, types of trucks can that uh, product go on?
2: So class four, class five, so basically in layman's terms, anything from a 450 all the way up to like an F750. Okay. It can be a snake body. It could be a hard side. It could be a dump, a non-dump. Um, we call it masonry bodies. And what's funny about our industry is geographically, we all call these trucks, different things. Okay. That's just, that's crazy for me to decipher through, Mm -hmm. um, because somebody will say, oh, it's called XYZ. And I just go, uh, you're going to send me a photograph because I have no idea, you know, (laughs) what type of body you're talking about. Um, another cool thing, uh, as far as bodies are concerned. Is we, we've actually teamed up with Switch and Go, okay, and they are actually manufacturing currently. Right now, we're we're working on designs of making the world's lightest, um, most efficient Switch and Go body ever, and that's really exciting. I can't wait to see that come to fruition. Um, and we're also mounting Mulchmates on like hook lifts. We even have a guy. This this is the crazy thing with the Mulchmate project, and it, it just blows my mind. He, um there's a guy out in West Virginia, I'm not going to use his name because I don't know if he wants to be known or not, okay. but um, he is a very small landscape company. And he comes to me and he goes, can you put it on a dump trailer? And I get that question 20 times a day.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So the problem with the dump trailer is the mulch rate will hang too low, mm-hmm. and you're adding you know 900 pounds to the back of that trailer, which is going to put it into a compromised um, swaying position. Cause you're putting all the weight on the back yeah, and it could potentially do that, that tail waggle thing down the road. Right. Yeah. yeah Cause you want your and weight
1: so, on a, a trailer. You want your weight between the f- tires and the hitch, right? Like the majority of the right, weight.
2: Right. So exactly. So it was so the way we ran our business. And I like saying this, especially to your audience. I want to make sure everyone's safe. Our rule in our company was if you took that trailer and you hung it upside down, nothing can fall off that trailer
3: mm-hmm.
2: ever. And so you want to put the majority of the weight right over the axles. You want to even weight on the bumper of the truck or the you know the hitch.
3: Yeah.
2: And so with a mulch mate, if you put it on the tail of the trailer, it's going to make it in an empty scenario. If the trailer is empty, it could sway, and yes. you don't want that. Yeah. If you have a, a load in there, it would be fine. It, you're still it's still hanging too low. Mm-hmm. So with this guy in West Virginia, he's what he's actually doing. He listened to me. I said, look, the trailer has to be the deck of the trailer has to be a certain height. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact number. I think it was like 32 inches off the ground. The rear axles, the axles on the trailer, they need to be moved to the rear about 12 inches to help with that weight distribution. And then the rear corner posts of the trailer where, like, the doors would hinge yep. need these big, large uh, steel tubes put in place and welded in place so the mulchman can hang on it. Yes. If, you make, if you're if you willing to make that small investment, the mulchman will run perfectly fine on that trailer. And I know a lot of guys out in the Midwest are running dumb trailers, and so I'm trying to develop a dump trailer currently for the mulch main that you could also take the mulch main off of and use it as a dump trailer okay you know in other parts of the season
3: yeah, yeah.
1: and
2: so we're, we're working on all those things for and you're the first person i've ever told that to no one okay. no one knows that okay oh, cool. so that's kind of new cool information
1: yeah yeah very cool that was actually one of my questions coming up. Uh, was uh, new products <laughs> in the pipeline? And I wasn't. I was like, I, I don't know if he'll uh, he'll divulge anything there. But uh, that's cool that uh, to hear a uh, possibly a, uh, a mulch mate specifically made for uh, dump trailers that are uh, uh, suited for it. Um, so the yep. the mulch mate is it has like a, a you talked about like a tarping system. So if somebody's using one, trying to paint a picture here without you know video. Um, so sure. it's like a tarp that you. Put pull out first uh at the the bottom of the 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 trailer or that sorry the truck um so Uh when you're pressing that button to unload mulch into your wheelbarrow uh, what it's doing is it's pulling that tarp to pull the load into the mulch mate and then the mulch mate has another side conveyor belt that's then uh dumping into the wheelbarrow is that correct
2: yep yeah yeah so anybody's ever seen like the Harbor Freight. I think it's called like the easy unloader. Yep. It's a tarp you put in your truck and you crank it with your hand. Yes. Yes. It's, it's that, it's that similar concept just on steroids. Okay. Right. It's electronic and it's massive. It'll pull 20,000 pounds. I mean, it literally could pull the truck down the street if it wanted
1: to. Yeah, yeah. Very, very cool. So let's transition to your new products. Uh, and the uh, Truckmate, uh, obviously, is very, very uh, similar. Uh, this one got a lot of people excited uh, at GIE um, because, uh, you know, it's just naturally something that uh, the smaller landscaper who doesn't have those big uh, 450 trucks and uh, that sort of stuff, you know, the majority of uh, people starting out have a pickup truck. Um, and this is basically a miniature version to go onto the back of your truck. So talk about, uh, a little bit about the truck, mate, uh, how it works. What type of trucks do you need? Can it be put on a half ton truck or does there, is there a limit? Uh, does it have to have be like a three quarter or a one ton or like, how's that all work?
2: So it's based around a pickup truck. Okay. It, it, as long as it's a pickup truck, any, any model, it'll fit on there. As long as it's like an F1 Fifty equivalent or bigger. Okay. it doesn't fit on a Ranger. Rangers are a little too small. Yeah. Um. the The whole premise behind that was literally make something the third of the cost of MulchMate because MulchMate is a big guy. Yeah. And it's a, it's a very large machine for very large trucks, and not everyone, quite frankly, has. And we want to basically our whole goal is to. We, we want to hit all the different bases, basically burn the candle on both ends is the terminology we use at our mm-hmm. facility. And so the small guys are trying to get bigger, right? They want to yes. make more money. They want to do things faster. They don't want to kill themselves. And I totally get that. And so our whole deal is we want to t- basically take all the components out of the mulch mate and put them into the truck meat, make it more affordable. Yep. So it basically, in layman's terms, what I did is I took all the parts out of Mulchmate, the metal, the motors, the wiring, and condensed it to a much smaller uh, version okay. that would fit on the back of a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. And what my basic goal with the whole thing was, I wanted a tailgate replacement, kind of like a Tommy gate. Yep. But I wanted it to be able to do the exact same thing Mulchmate did, and so you can unload material extremely fast with basically just a simple press of a button. And that's it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. Uh, some, some really cool, unique features that I saw just from observing, uh, the, the truck mate there at GIE was the fact that, um, Unlike the yep. mulch mate, the truck mate, you can uh, unload from either side. So I noticed that there was a control panel on either side of the the truck. So if you were standing on the passenger side, you, if you press the button on that side, the mulch comes out that side. But if you're on the driver's side and press the button, then the conveyor belt then rotates in that direction and um, the uh, mulch comes out uh, on that side. Uh, So just very, very uh, cool uh, features that you guys kind of thought about. And then um, the other thing that I heard uh, briefly about was I think um, somebody said something about like the that uh, conveyor, that portion of the conveyor belt could come off. And you could still Mm -hmm. use the truck mate with the main tarping system in it, um, as a powered tarp and basically use your truck as like a dump truck, um, without a dumping bed. Um, so how did you Uh like? come up with like all those ideas. like because i thought that's like brilliant like to have the, the you know the two ends you don't even have to think about it if you're on one side you press one button it comes up this side if you're on that side you press that button it comes on that like it was just <laughs> like that's like so cool like how did you guys even uh go because you would think you would just like copy the the mulch mate and just do it in one direction and save the cost of you know those extra parts and things like that
2: well it comes it, it, it goes right back to what i was saying about the mulch mate and that is um you got to be able to take all the excuses away from the customer, the clientele that you're you're targeting, right? Mm-hmm. And when you when you come to someone with a with with a product, let, let's take um, the Surecan for instance, right? Yes. Surecan. I was just listening to one of their stories earlier, and I'll be straight honest with you. When I first saw the Surecan, I was like, Why would I buy a hundred dollar? You know, Surecan. I don't know exactly how much it costs. I know they're a little bit more than normal, but. I didn't get it at first and yeah. so i literally sat there for a year trying to figure out well why why does this cost more this that seems very silly to me mm-hmm. and so i uh i got to looking at it and i was like right, i'm gonna figure this out and i what i figured out was it, it literally is a gas can with a funnel built into it yes. and i went ah i get it mm-hmm. and so once i figured it out i went okay and then you get to look at all the features you want to pick it up and dump it it kind of leads you down that road uh, of you know it almost had to have all those features in order for it to work, and so he, what they're doing is they're taking the excuses away from the consumer to not buy their product. Yes, and that's the same philosophy that we have: is okay, you know, these guys they work really hard for their money. Like I understand more than most of how hard it is to shovel mulch, mm-hmm. to move material, to to do what we do in this industry. Yeah, and. When we when we came up with the truckmate, it's literally I have a whiteboard in my office, and I sit down and I talk with my team, and I say, "Guys, I'm the guy that knows the industry. These are my this is my wish list." And then what I call a picture frame. Okay. And I built the picture frame out of all of my wishes, and my wishes were, you know, I want it to, uh, si- I want the 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 material to come off at of either side. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have, you know, forty different switches. I want two on either side, and that's it. Um, and so we, we lay out basically these parameters and then one of the features that I really wanted in TruckMate, and we tried really hard to get done and we just haven't gotten it figured out yet was the, the tarping system. When you remove the cross conveyor, the, the original goal was for the cross conveyor to tilt down. Okay. And so when you press just the tarp system, it would then dump whatever materials in your truck over top of the cross conveyor and straight on the ground, not making you forcing you to remove it. Okay. But that is so complicated. Mm-hmm. To make that happen is going to take a lot of time, a lot of design. And we're just we felt like the machine was good enough the way it was. Yeah. And we kind of try to save some of these features for the next version. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it would also make it, it a lot more
1: expensive, I would I would gather to to have it does. Yeah. It yeah. does.
2: And it and we don't we don't want it any more expensive than it already is. And we're actually doing things right now, we're trying really hard to get the price down even further. Okay. Um, it, it just it is it is a monumental task mm-hmm. to take on all those things. And and then you know, to compile on the I wouldn't say problems but just challenges. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have the tariffs going on, you've got, you know, all this other stuff going on in this global economy we live in, and it affects tiny little components like the the switch in truck mate. Yeah. You know, there's tiny little components in that switch that come from China and come from other places and you know they're they're on back order yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. having you know these global these global issues. Yeah. And so we're trying to decipher through not only our our awesome industry, you I know, mean, landscape industries is amazing. We're trying to up the game. We're trying to get these vendors to to supply whatever parts and pieces it could be electronic, it could be metal, it could be it could be any bearings um, to to make all that work in harmony to get that final product to the end user in a smooth fashion is a huge, huge challenge that quite frankly, is new to me, but we're, we're taking it on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: definitely. I always, um, you know, shake my head sometimes when I hear people, uh, talking about products, say like the TruckMate, for example, uh, or any other like product that you would see at GIE and, and they would be like, you know, they, 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 scoff at the price and they're like, Oh, that's so expensive and stuff. And it's like, well, think about this for a minute. Um, think about the market and all the engineering and all the stuff that went into that and the, how many, you know, potentially that they, could sell versus say think about a honda civic if uh, honda was selling uh making one or two of those honda civics do you think uh it would be the same price as it is when they're making hundreds of thousands of them Uh, of course not that honda civic would probably be like three hundred thousand dollars or something if they're making just one you know version of it where when you consider the engineering the tooling and uh, all of that stuff that goes into uh making that it's only with the production so when you think about it in our industry um you know the truck mate the mulch mate the cart mate as awesome as they are will never be the honda civic where everybody in the population is going out there and buying one um so you know there's an inherent uh cost uh, that comes with uh, it being a specialty product uh, for our industry but at the same time you're using that to earn an income and it's going to make your income earning way faster uh, than doing it manually. And uh, you have to take that uh, into consideration. Um, So... Let's uh, talk about uh, the Cartmate. Uh, This is uh, one of your products that probably, I think, uh, will do uh, really, really well for you guys. Uh, Just obviously from a a price point uh, advantage too, um, it's probably the most accessible product that you guys have um, for uh, everybody. Um, So let's talk about uh, 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 the Cartmate uh, and essentially uh, what it is and and how you came up uh, with that portion of it.
2: Sure. Yeah. So we, we agree with you hundred percent. We we feel car has got very long legs and so far it has proven itself uh, very quickly to have those legs. Um, you know, when we came up with the whole concept, uh, it was, it was really funny how it all came to be. Uh, my father lives on three acre plot of land and he's got like 39 trees that, that, that line the property on the exterior of the, of the, the fence. And each tree has a mulch ring around it that requires three standard size wheelbarrows full Of mulch to do each tree ring. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're rather large uh, Bradford pear trees. And so I'm going over there, I'm helping him. You know, we're unloading mulch out of the mulch bay, which is fantastic, but we're still wheelbarrowing. And we're going, dude, this really stinks. Like, yeah. this is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> and to put numbers to it, each tree was 3,000 feet of walking at the furthest distance. Oh, 3,000 feet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of walking. Yeah, that's. And, uh... and so. Yeah, so my father needs a double knee replacement, and I'm going, dude. I don't want you doing this. Like, mm-hmm. let me handle it. And so he's like, No, of course. He's he's a bull. He's a mule, and he'll fight through yeah, yeah. anything. And, and and me too. But I'll be honest with you. I was sweating, you know, profusely, yeah, yeah. and I'm going, Okay, there's got to be a better way here. And so in my landscape business, we had switched to the, the stand on mowers a good ten years ago. Okay, and and we really are, are very big fans of the stand on mowers. And when I sold my company, well, I still need a mower to mow the grass, so I went back out and I bought a mower and I chose uh, a right standard mower because they're they're here local in Frederick. Um, They're 45 minutes from my shop. And I, quite frankly, I've never used one and thought, "Mm, let's give it a shot. And it's been a really good mower. Mm -hmm. But the point of it is the stand-on is all about your body's built to stand. It's not built to sit. And being that you're standing over top of your deck, you got better visualization, but the downside to it is you can't tow. Yeah, and so when you can't tow anything, it, it limits you. And so I had seen a guy online towing a, a trail utility trailer that he got from, you know, I don't, I don't know, Home Depot or something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was, um, it was definitely, um, faster. Yeah. But I was watching him in this video, and he's kind of fumbling around with it when he backs it up, it's jackknifing on him and he has yeah, yeah. <laughs> no real way of controlling it. And he's, he's, he's turned his head in like an uncomfortable way. I'm going, that's kind of silly, but he's moving more material. Yes. And so I had told my father, I said, I wonder if we could put it out front of the cart, like mm-hmm. kind of put the cart in front of the horse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he goes, you're nuts. And mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I think I can do it. Hmm. And so it had it had fumbled around in my head for a few months. And we were on vacation one day at my uh, my aunt's house in, in Florida. And I'm laying in bed and I can't sleep. And I'm just staring at the ceiling. And I'm like, how in the world am I going to figure this out? And so there's this this knuckle that allows the cart to articulate over any kind of terrain. Yeah. It allows it to fold straight up in a stored position vertically. So it doesn't eat up any extra space in your trailer. And that knuckle... Was the hardest thing to figure out, mm-hmm. and so my original idea was like, "Oh, I'll use this I'll use a really massive spring, and it'll allow it to twist and all this nonsense." I'm like, "No, it's it's gonna, it's still gonna wobble out in front of you. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not gonna be, you know, stable and and super strong, and you know, you're gonna be worried about it if it's not strong." Yeah, and so I had come up with the knuckle, literally laying in bed at like two in the morning, staring at the ceiling, going, "Man, how?" And so I got back home. And I made the, the first knuckle out of cardboard because oh. nobody could figure out what the heck I was talking about. <laughs> they literally thought I had lost my mind. <laughs> and so I, I literally said, okay, hold on. I'll, I'll get some cardboard. I'm going to make it with blue painter's tape and cardboard, and, and I'll bring it back to, to um, engineers that work for us. And, and you guys can, you know, do what you do to it and, and let me know if you think I'm right or wrong. Yeah. And so we yeah. did And I handed it to him at, like, lunchtime. I said, I'm going to lunch. When I get back, I want to see this in the computer. Mm. And when I got back, you know, sure enough, it's in the computer exactly the way I had it. And I'm like, wow, I think that's going to work. And they go, they all look at me and they go, how'd you do that? I'm like, oh, I was just thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so, they I mean, these guys, I have no college education. Yeah. So, anybody that's listening, I, I have no college education. I barely graduated high school. I... I'm I'm a scrappy, not a physical fighter, but a fighter for myself and my family, and and I don't give up. I just don't. I have yeah, no yeah. quit in me. And so these engineers have kind of gotten used to me coming up with these crazy ideas and coming to them, and they just go, "Really, really." And I'm like, "Dude, I, I think it's going to work."
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so after that, my engineers were like, "Nick, we we've had too much on our plate for you know the MulchMate and some of the other ideas. Uh, TruckMate was you know being worked on, and they were consumed by that project, and that's really tough." And, and my job is to lead them and, and teach, you know, make sure it's being done efficiently. Yeah. yeah. And so I have, I have a young guy that works for me. That's actually, I've known him since he was a year old and he still works for me. His name is Sam and Sam is still in college and he has taken a SolidWorks CAD class to get certified. And that's what SolidWorks is a program. We design all the stuff in the computer with. And so I told Sam, I said, Hey man, you would come to work like an hour early every day. And before all these other Yahoo's get here, and we'll 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 do this together, and we'll surprise it with them one day. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? Let's do it. And I was like, all right. So we came to work every day for two or three months early every day, and stayed late some days. And we designed the entire cart mate, like <laughs> almost kind of back room kind of style. And when we were done, we showed it to the engineers. And they're like, seriously? I'm like, yeah, dude. Look, there it is. Yeah, yeah. And so they took it and you know, made it a little better, refined it, made it real perfect. And then we went ahead and made the prototype. And what, what's really, really funny is the cart mate that you see in all the videos that we brought the GIE. It was completed two days before we left for GIE Oh, (laughs) days. And when we brought it, I told no one, I didn't tell a soul because I thought people thought I was going to be crazy, Mm -hmm. completely out of my mind. And so we did the unveil of Truckmate at GIE, and uh, first off, I was scared to death because five minutes before that, that unveil, there was like four people standing in front of me. I'm oh, going, okay. <laughs> oh, boy, this is going to be a bust. Yeah, yeah. And so I said, I said whatever, I'm just going to put my head down and get ready for this unveil, and if I unveil this thing to four people, so be it. Well, I turn around and look, and there is a sea mm-hmm. of people in front of me. I'm going, oh, boy. And so it kind it kind of startled me a bit. And um, so we did the truck unveil. It went really well. Everybody loved it. It, it. it was great. And I noticed everybody starting to walk away. And I was like, this is my time. This is when I have to, like, yell and say, hey, everybody, we have one more special surprise. Yeah, yeah. We're going to unveil something else. Yeah. And so we did. And and we opened the curtain. And when it came out of the curtain, the cartman was stood straight up in the air. Mm-hmm. So all you could see was, like, the undercarriage. And I, I looked at everybody's faces, and they, they all looked perplexed, like, what in the world is I'm – what am I looking at? Mm-hmm and so we we dropped it down on the ground and you could see it was a you know a card in the tub and all that and I, I i looked back again i saw those faces, and they're all you could see like all these light bulbs going yeah. off, <laughs> and uh and everybody's like i get it because the mower's running we're not a, a gas powered company we're more electric company and uh and everybody's looking at us like we had four heads
3: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> and and so we we did a little dog and pony show and kind of told everybody what, what it was and then it gave everybody a chance to come in and play with it all and may I couldn't believe the things I was hearing, the, mm-hmm. the good things I was hearing, it was, yeah, just, yeah. it was just fantastic.
1: Yeah, no, that was awesome. You had your uh, your Steve Jobs one more thing moment uh, that he was always famous for uh, unveiling one last thing when everybody thought uh, you know his uh, classic unveils were uh, finished. He'd be, oh yeah, there's just one more thing I want to show you guys. Uh, and, you got, <laughs> and you put that yeah. out there. And it's so cool seeing um, that uh, cart made, especially because it was like, like I said, it was like uh, when I saw it and you were giving me a demo of it, I was like, like unbelievable. Like every little thing, like from the articulating wheels that are like have a wide stance. But if you got to get through a gate, you can push them in and they. Tuck in right underneath so you can fit through that gate uh, and stuff. So just all these little things, and then that knuckle—it was just like that's unbelievable. Like you can see it right away. Like you have it up in the air; it goes down. It, it angles from side to side. Watching some of the videos of it in action, going over hills and stuff, it just uh, articulates perfectly. Yet it stays straight, uh, unlike uh, you know that uh, s- spring design uh, that you were maybe thinking of, where it'd be kind of maybe flopping around when you're trying to go. Uh, so absolutely brilliant. And it's funny that you said. Uh, um, that, uh, you know, it came to you uh, as you're sitting there lying in bed and stuff. I recently watched a video uh, that said, uh, you know, if you ever wake up and you've got um, a bunch of crazy like thoughts that your mind is racing and you can't, and it's the middle of the night, it says, don't try to go back to sleep. Actually sit up, make sure you have a pen and paper and just start writing down uh, what's what you're seeing or thinking about in your mind because uh, at that time of night uh, is when your subconscious mind has had enough time to filter out the day's uh, distractions and now you're just getting your pure thought uh, from your subconscious of thing and it says that is like your pure like you follow whatever you're thinking about at that time and and uh, you'll have a a lot of success so it's pretty cool to hear you saying that after me watching a video about that recently uh, to see what uh, came out of a, a process like that. So th- that cart mate, uh, as you said, is out front. Is there any um, uh, limitations on the type of stand-on mower? Um, I recently saw that you posted a picture about a, somebody had a John Deere tractor that they uh, used uh, the cart mate on, uh, which you weren't expecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, is there like a limitation on the size of the stand-on mower, or will it work with anything?
2: So, think of it this way: it's it's kind of like Um, pickup trucks, right? You can, you can tow a lot of different things with pickup trucks. You can pretty much put any kind of trailer behind them, right? Well, if you have an F-150 and you're towing, you know, say you put three skid loaders on a huge deck over trailer, well, you're going to overload that truck, right? Yeah. So the trailer would be fine empty. You can have a humongous trailer back there. The the point of the Cartmate is it's, it's up to you on how much you put in it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to fill it up to the ceiling. Yeah, you can put a little bit of rock in there. If you have a smaller mower, say, say you're a young guy and you're just starting out and you don't have, you know, the ZK right mower that's the got the huge pumps and the huge motor. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. You just don't put as much material in it, but yet you still have the ground speed of the mower, yeah. which is five times what a human can walk, especially when they're tired. Yeah, yeah, you're still not lifting up. You're still not lifting anything with your back. And you're just using the products you already own to propel the things that you need to propel. Okay. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I guess it depends on uh, the product too, right? Obviously, like you mentioned rock there is going to be a lot heavier than um mulch um that you could probably put uh, yeah. know, more mulch in in the uh, the actual uh, basket there versus the uh using gravel or rock or something that's a, a lot heavier and may uh, stress the the hydros on a small uh, little uh, mower versus uh, one of the large ones. Um, so yep, yep. yeah, very, very cool. So, uh, you hinted at, uh, uh, the future, uh, product there of possibly, a a, uh, mulch mate made for, uh, dump trailers. Um, is that something that, uh, would be like, uh, the GIE 2020 unveil or, uh, is that further down the pipeline? You have any other, um, sort of, uh, special things happening?
2: And so currently right now we've got probably, I'd say we've probably got 15 different products that I've come up with in my head. Awesome. And basically, I use I use whiteboards, and I religiously use whiteboards because I like to see it visually, Yeah. draw on them, I, I write wish lists, I write protocols, all kinds of stuff on them. And so on my whiteboard, I write down all the different products, what they are, what I want to call them, roughly. And we sit down as a team and we go, okay, well, what do we think is going to be doable as far as getting it designed properly, get it tested, get it made, get it to the market. And that's the first thing. Then we look at it and go, okay, well, what is the market looking for? Because if you, if you make, you know, uh, a, a drone that can carry human, you know, you're only going to have maybe a dozen people buy it. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be that many people. So we try to find like truck mate and cart mate for us. We thought, okay, how many landscapers have pickup trucks? Yeah. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> How many landscapers have mowers? All of them, mm-hmm. you know, and so we thought, okay, those are the first two products that we feel are going to do the best. They're going to be most relatable. Um, and, and, and to be honest with you, when the reason I came out with two products, uh, this, this GIE, this past GIE in 2019 was at the 2018 GIE, a lot of people love the mulch mate. And I heard a few people go, eh, we'll see if you're here next year.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
2: being the competitive guy that I am, I'm I'm a I'm a racer. I'm competitive, and I wanted to come back with GIE and not just go, aha, look, see, I'm still here. I wanted to come back with more products and, and show them, ha, mm-hmm. look, not only am I here, I've got two extra products. Yeah, yeah. So it it was like, it was a challenge. You yeah, know, it yeah. was a challenge. And so with the new products coming, um, not only are we working on things on, on how to better the mulchmate itself. Some of the technology that I'm working on for mulchmate for the DS 2000 is going to be out of this world. No one, no one has the technology that I'm developing for the mulchmate DS 2000. Awesome. This industry is going to be, it, I can connect the mulchmate to this industry in ways you'd never believe oh, awesome. and be able to run your business. With, with like with precision
3: mm-hmm.
2: with the mulch made. it's it's going to be it's going to be quite the piece and and that's not going to be unveiled in 2020 it'll more than likely be twenty one twenty twenty one 2021 or 2022 okay um but it's it's going to move the needle in ways that you've never ever seen that's, um that's and awesome. no one has ever heard me say that publicly mm-hmm. so um that's i'm really looking forward to that The things <laughs> that we've seen already and wow yeah yeah
3: um
2: but other uh, other small products you know like the the dump trailer um, isn't a huge secret. Uh, I did partner with a trailer company. They they are professionals at what they do, and basically they're taking some of my specs, some of my dreams, and they're going to implement them in, into their into their trailers. Um, and we'll see if we'll have that at GI this year. We're not right now. We're not quite sure. Okay. Um, as far as any other smaller products, um, or just products in general, um, to give you to give you an idea, we're looking at. How do I say this without giving it away? Multimate's gonna have a cousin. Okay. <laughs> will have multimate will have a cousin. Awesome. Um not sure if it'll be this year at GIE, but I'm really trying hard to get it there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Very, very cool. That's awesome. So um I'm gonna put you a little bit on the spot and ask you uh mm-hmm. one word that describes your products. What would it be?
2: One word. Um it would have to be efficiency.
1: Okay, that's a good one.
2: It it it, it, ha- it has to be because not only does our products make you more efficient and and make you more dollars, it's not it's not just about that. It's actually more about fixing your employees' brains mm-hmm. or fixing your own brain if you're you know owner operator. Think of it this way. I don't know if you've ever watched our our stories or whatnot on Instagram, but uh, I zip around our warehouse on a Segway. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a pretty big guy. I'm, you know, almost 6'4, 330. I'm not a small guy. And I jump on this little tiny mini pro Segway. And the reason I do that is A, at the end of the day, I'm not so worn out. Mm -hmm. But the bigger thing is mentally, it fixes my brain because. If I'm working in the fab area and I need to go to the other side of this 10,000-square-foot shop, it's a long walk. Yeah. And the whole way you're walking, you're getting frustrated and frustrated and more frustrated. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing you know. these landscape guys are, are dealing with every day. I have customers that tell me that they're moving 4 million pounds of material uh, every spring. And, and that's actually not a lot. If you do the numbers, it's like 3,000 yards of mulch and it's like, I don't know, 2,500 yards of, of aggregate, some some kind of material. It's really, truly not that much. It, this company only has seven employees. Yeah. And I said, this guy's name is Jason. I said, Jason, you realize that 4 million pounds of material would have been laid right directly on your guys' backs, mm-hmm. which is directly lays that liability on you. Yeah. Right? And so our products not only take the weight off your shoulders and off your backs, but it fixes their minds because what he told me was, He's now getting a lot more phone calls of people that work for other landscape companies. That says, "I hear you have a mulch mate. That means I don't have to shovel.
3: Yeah. Now
2: I don't have to come to work and kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be worn out. Yeah. And so, it's not only fixing backs. It's not only making more money. It's putting your people's brains in the right spot to be efficient and not want to, you know, drag their butt and go, oh, I can't, yeah, I yeah. don't want to, do this. yeah, yeah." You know?
1: That's funny as you're describing that. That's exactly exactly what I was thinking about was an employee calling in sick or something knowing that what was ahead for that day of uh, you know, hauling mulch all day long and stuff like that and you know the the difference between doing it manually versus you know pulling up on a uh, you know a stand on mower with a cartmate in front of it up to a mulch mate and having it dump right in there and then riding to the spot and dumping it. And uh, it's just like would make uh, the morale uh, and uh, the efficiency just so much uh, uh, greater uh, in those businesses and make those employees just so much happier and willing to come to work and and to do a good job for you. Um so what is the process uh, to ordering your products and um, shipping? How does that work? And uh, do you ship outside of the United States or is it just in the United States right now?
2: Yeah, so we do ship outside the United States. As a matter of fact, I literally, I've gotten probably three calls from Canada this morning. Okay. Um, so it's really, really simple. Um, all our products, we, we ship it directly to you. You can think of us like a, a hybrid of Tesla and Amazon. So. Okay. Just like Amazon, we, we ship directly to you. Tesla, we, we are all electric. Um, the machines don't make any noise. They, they don't run unless you tell them to run. Mm-hmm. And so that means maintenance is basically zero. Um, and so what happens is you go to our website, mulchmateusa.com, uh, go to the form submission, tell us exactly what product it is you're interested in. It goes right into our system. We reach out to you. We get you a sales order form. So, you know, write the sale up. Uh, You can either finance it. We have all kinds of different financial institutes that will finance all our products. Uh, If you're looking to pay cash or credit card, we can take that right over the phone. And then it goes right back in our system, right to our facility. And then we ship the product put on a pallet, and it gets shipped directly to
1: you. Okay, very, very cool. Uh, that's awesome! Awesome yep, to hear that you guys are, are shipping outside of uh, the United States too. That's uh, awesome uh, for everybody that's listening. Uh, so, uh, last question for you, and that is: How can people uh, follow you online if they want to?
2: So, our main hub is uh, our Instagram page. It's MulchMate USA, or at MulchMate USA. Uh, we're also on Facebook, It's just MulchMate. Um, we're on Twitter. I don't even know what that handle is anymore. I can't. I think it's the MulchMate. Um, uh, we're on YouTube, just Google Mulchmate, and, and of course our website, www.mulchmateusa.com.
1: That's awesome. So uh, thank you, Nick, for uh, taking the time out uh, to talk about your products and your uh, entrepreneurial uh, story with us here uh, on the Lawn Care Business Success podcast.
2: Yeah, thank you so much, sir. I, I really appreciate you guys reaching out. and um, We're here to help everyone, so if anybody has any questions, I run all the social media personally. So if any questions are, are needed or, you know, you just want to know how, how to help your business, I'm, I literally directly message people all the time trying to help them out so thank you so much and I appreciate everybody's time
1: awesome thank you so there you have it Long care nation Uh, I will uh, leave uh, links uh, in the podcast show notes uh, to uh, the uh, mulch mate uh, Instagram account as well as the uh, YouTube channel I know they also have uh, an Instagram for uh, the cart mate uh, and the truck mate as well as well as uh, for Dawson manufacturing as a whole Uh, so uh, that's it for this one guys here's to wish you guys all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Bye for now.